There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. And then you get... An opportunity to review, read, or pre-read, draft read. It comes out in September. A book with a very intriguing title. You ready? It's called A Portrait of the Piss Artist as a Young Man. It's not very often you get to use words like that on air without getting sanctioned by the office downstairs. But A Portrait of the Piss Artist as a Young Man is written about and by uh, Tyg Hickey. Morning, Tyg. Hi PJ, how's it going? That was Good. cool, actually, man. Hearing you say that, <laughs> <laughs> and I've been, I've been, I've been popping through the draft of it, and I know it's not out till September, but it's it, it it's a it's a fine read, and I, I look forward to it coming out in in actual finished product. But you, Thank you, you mentioned years ago, and indeed you had a show about it, Tig, your battle, your battle with the with the demon drink. You have now decided to put it down in book form. Why? Yeah. Um, I suppose the first reason was that I was asked to like so somebody somebody approached me and said like oh that might be a good idea like I, I was probably talking to yourself or someone else and uh, my angle I suppose anytime I'm talking about alcoholism is to try and shift the focus from it being just about the substance you know that it's kind of like more about usually people having like mental health issues like anxiety or whatnot and they're finding solace in the substance you know it's not so much about just drink itself it's about all the stuff that happens before during and after like you know so it's like thinking of it as a, as a mental illness in itself i suppose so then the publishers um eru and bonnie air books they they just said oh look that's a nice angle like it's weird they agreed that actually ireland kind of seems to know an awful lot about alcohol but not that much about alcoholism you know mm. so um so then i thought like i hadn't actually I'd, i don't think i'd ever planned to write a book to be honest but um just when they put it that way, it seemed like it was obvious to me and I suppose other people in recovery, but it's actually not that obvious to, to people in Ireland generally. So I thought, look, if I can write this, hopefully write a few funny stories, but have some sort of serious message in there, which is like, first of all, it's, an, it's a mental illness, like, and you're not just a bad or evil person because you're caught up in addiction. And I suppose more importantly, there's a route, there's a route out of it. Like, yeah. you know, it's not a death sentence. It is very funny, Tyg. And but you, you, you almost <laughs> feel... You shouldn't be laughing at this because at the time you were doing the funniest <laughs> things, you were a very sick man. Yeah, but I suppose that's um, like I'm laughing now at you even saying that, you know, because it's just it's all part of the kind of tapestry of, of addiction. Like it's even at your most, the darkest moments can be can can be very funny. And hopefully that comes across in the book, because I suppose one of the reasons I did the play years ago as well is that like every time you see an alcoholic on TV or in film, they're usually just like throwing a bottle of whiskey like at their wife and 
it's all very grim. And of course, that's part of it. The grim, dark stuff is part of it. But most people in recovery will tell you like just the most epically ridiculous stories and stuff. And that's all part of it as well, you know. And I think what my personal view is like when you're talking to young people who are caught up in it and like Ireland is... Ireland's addiction issues are just getting bigger and bigger. Like it's not like we've in any way kind of addressed them at all. But it, you're you're better off talking to young people and being honest that like crazy things happen and great things happen. You've great times in drinking as well. It's just that if you've got a tendency towards addiction, it can get out of control. And mm. you know that again, that's not a death sentence though. That like I'd love kids to you know young people to read it and kind of go. Do you know when I stop drinking or, or taking drugs, actually my life probably would just start it won't it won't be over when you look back at your at your life and you look back at at when you began to drink which you were really what 15 or something exams night yeah were you as you look back now tyg you were you were self-medicating for something that was up that you didn't quite know what was up that's exactly right that's exactly that's a great way of putting it yeah and the big thing is not knowing like if i had some sense of what was up with me i probably would have been able to address it or to gone, gone to someone in the family and go look here's what i'm feeling here but maybe it was just like it was kind of late like late 80s early 90s ireland as well like in just like cork and stuff so like i don't know there wasn't that much talk about kind of mental health stuff and i just felt like my head was was kind of wrong or something you know like it was a bit deranged like it was very hard to put that into words when you're like six or seven playing soccer in the garden you know so like i just kept stuff to myself whatever and then but later on when i suppose when i when i started to recover from addiction i realized that i thought i had this completely uniquely weird head that needed to be medicated with substances and i was the only person like that and it was a great blow to my ego to find out that actually i was very ordinary you know that, that this is exactly what most people are going through it's just for people who are prone to addiction, it's just, you know, you can push it so far that unfortunately you mightn't come back, you know, and that's what's kind of scary about it. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that's a really good way of putting it. That's, that, that's exactly it. And I suppose I didn't have knowledge of that at the time. And, and I think, I, I, I suppose what I think is sad is that I feel I grew up in an age where nobody talked about mental health really. And nobody certainly talked about alcoholism, but now I think we are talking about it, but it's in more kind of a buzzword type of way like that some of the mental health stuff particularly around addiction it's kind of a bit buzzwordy online but i think really when it comes down to it we don't care about why people become addicts and how they're going to get out of it enough in this country and, like, and yet for everyone that does sorry to cut a question and yet for every yeah. addict i've ever spoken to or uh, there there is a story yeah. nobody suddenly Absolutely. becomes an alcoholic there is always a story which is why as you say very clearly in the very opening chapters of the book in the preface even you say that the WHO World Health Organization does actually consider alcoholism to be a, a mental health issue and and that's yeah maybe we we could look more kindly on people who suffer with alcoholism if we just got that into our own thick heads I, I think so. I actually think there's still kind of a punitive thing in this country, I think, you know, maybe it's a, it's, this is just my personal view, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm eager not to be kind of ranting because I'm not representing any group either, you know, it's important to say that this is just my kind this of experience. Story. Everybody's like, but, story is different. This is yours. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But I do feel there is a bit of, still a bit of a punitive kind of outlook in Ireland, especially from, from people in positions of power and stuff where it's, it's more like kind of treating the consequences of the, the problem for society. Like, so kind of like, it's a big celebration when kind of new guard stations go up in O'Connell Street and stuff. And I understand that people need to be protected and whatnot, but there isn't that same emphasis or focus on why people are acting out in addiction and why they're getting into it in the first place or whatever. So mm. 
yeah, I think, yeah, I just, I'd love to see more of that in, in Ireland because I think everyone thinks that we're kind of making inroads in that area, but in real terms, are we like, I don't know, just some, sometimes it can just be a hashtag, I think, which is, uh, which is sad. As someone who's been there, done that and, and is wearing the t-shirt, you, you have very unique views on it. As I said, I enjoyed the pre-read. The, it can pre-purchase since the other day and it's out in September. How can people pre-purchase it, Tyg? Uh, thanks so much, buddy. So it's it's on a link tree uh, forward slash Taikiki, I think, is where all the links are. So, but but like if you're on Waterstones or Eason's, it'll be available on all those, and it'll be on my website as well. Excellent. And um, t- that's just taikiki.com. And a quick shout out to my daughter there, who was born two days ago. So I was she's just, I was just, I just, about just about to mention that. Just about to mention that. You're busy enough now without writing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a, a daughter. From, yeah, another daughter called Quiva as well, who's a little bit older. She's a teenager, so I was just telling your researcher there that like I'm going to take it all in my stride like I've done this before and it'll absolutely be fine I can't speak for a mother but I've got it all sorted PJ (laughs) listen always a pleasure Uh, the book is out in September you can pre-order it now wherever you order your books usually Uh, it's called Portrait of a Piss Artist as a Young Man and that's uh, uh, Ty Kiki thank you Ty that's it Corks 96 FM